I'm Valerie Williams and welcome to Lens on Fitness, a podcast that will zoom in on all areas of physical fitness and wellness. I want to show you how both of these can only be achieved with the right state of mind. And I will do this by bringing to light all kinds of issues and by sharing some of the lessons that I have learned in order to help put you on the path of becoming an individual with a strong body and an even stronger mind. Hello and welcome back to the Lens on Fitness podcast. As per usual, I would like to thank you for tuning in. Now today we're going to delve into a topic that's become an integral part of our lives, social media. We'll be exploring how to navigate the world of social media for improved mental well-being. So whether you're an avid scroller or someone looking to strike a healthier balance with social media, you will find this episode very useful. Now, without a doubt, social media has transformed the way we connect and communicate, but it also comes with its challenges, you know, especially when it comes to our mental health. I mean, the constant exposure to curated content, highlight reels and comparison can often lead to feelings of inadequacy and anxiety. So how do we know when our social media usage is becoming detrimental to our mental health? Well, there are signs to look out for, such as increased anxiety, for example, and that can happen before or after checking social media. Feeling like you need to constantly check for updates. You know, when you're grabbing that phone every two seconds to see how well your post is done or whether someone's liked it or whether someone's left a comment. Another one could be experiencing a decrease in self-esteem, for example, you know, after comparing yourself to others. Feeling in a bad mood is another one. And also feeling the need to try and outdo others with a post that you have no doubt exaggerated just to get views, likes and comments. And this is where you have to be super mindful of these patterns and recognise when it's time to take a step back and reassess your relationship with social media and how you were using these platforms. Because everyone is just so quick to blame social media for the way they feel, their insecurities, when in reality, social media isn't even a person, it's a platform. So how you choose to use it is really down to you. You know, you're in control over what you consume. I mean, let's put it this way. If you were to eat something and it made you ill, where you're either throwing up or it has you running back and forth to the bathroom, Would you then go back and eat that same thing that made you sick? So why then would you consume content and follow accounts on social media that leave you feeling like crap? You know, it's exactly the same thing. Social media may only be an app and you aren't physically eating it in the same way that you would food, but you're still consuming content. You know, it's still getting into your system and what you consume will affect you in some way. Let's kick off by addressing the elephant in the room, fitness influencers, because social media has transformed the fitness industry with influencers often pushing supplements and promoting a glorified image of the perfect body. This constant bombardment can lead to unrealistic expectations and a sense of inadequacy for many. Fitness influencers portray a polished and idealized version of fitness which can leave some people feeling like they're not doing enough. And it's essential to remember that behind those perfectly curated posts are real people with their own struggles and challenges. 
So now let's get into some practical strategies for cultivating a healthier relationship with social media. And along the way, I'm going to tell you what I did in the past and what I do now, because the account that I hold right now isn't my first account. The very first account that I had, I deleted it. I took a long break from social media, one year at least, I think it was. And during that time, I worked on myself from the inside out, mentally and physically. And the one thing I can say is that I learned to recognize the things that were valuable in my life, like what's important and what has true purpose and true meaning. And taking all of this into account, I now deal with social media in a totally different way. So what did I do? Well, firstly, I switched up the way that I run my account. Before it was all about numbers or followers, likes, views, etc. And I would put out posts that weren't a true representation of me. Now I show up on Instagram with purpose, a message to help others, to promote fitness, athleticism, appreciating what your body can do and putting performance first in the way that an athlete does. And I want to help others make that transformation from thinking that fitness is about looking good and nothing else. You know, I stop posting random and personal things on my main feed. You know, before you jump onto social media and post something, are you being authentic? Or are you just showing up as a fake version of yourself? You know, you cannot complain about people on social media showing off or acting like they have a great life and having everything in order if you were doing the exact same thing. So how you show up yourself is a starting point. Secondly, I started monitoring my account very closely. I find that having a smaller account makes it a lot more easier to spot people who aren't genuine. Like these bots that are flying around or people who are just looking for me to follow them back so they can make their numbers look good. Now today, the moment someone follows my account, I go and check their account out to see how it's being used and to see if it's of any real value to me. If not, then I immediately remove them. I'm not into having followers just for the sake of it. I mean, the amount of times where I've followed someone for a specific reason and along the way that account has changed into something totally different that has nothing to do with the reason why I followed them in the first place. And that's okay. I mean, we all go through a different season. But if someone's account is no longer resonating with you in the same way, then just get rid. You know, don't keep these accounts just for the sake of it. You're not obliged to stick with these accounts. You know, this also includes the accounts where someone hasn't posted in months and years, be it on their main feed or stories. So cleaning up your account would be another good social media practice. Now, social media has a way of revealing our insecurities in unexpected ways. People fear posting because they worry that it may not do as well as others. And this comparison trap can lead to feelings of jealousy and inadequacy. Now, I've gotten past the stage of fearing posting. I will continue to post regardless of whether a post does well or not so well. This bears no reflection on me. And as long as I'm being authentic and posting something of value, then as far as I'm concerned, my job is done. If you feel less than, you know, inadequate or deliberately holding back from posting because you're worried it won't do well, or you see your life is boring when you look at everyone else's, well, that may be an insecurity about yourself that you've had going for a long while. 
And it just took social media to bring that out of you, you know, bring it to the surface. Thirdly, I set some boundaries. And I think setting boundaries is crucial. This could mean limiting your screen time, designating specific times of the day for social media use, or even unfollowing accounts that don't align with your values or make you feel inadequate. You know, you must take control of these areas instead of allowing these areas to control you. Fourth on the list is engaging mindfully on social media. Mindful social media usage is all about being present and aware while scrolling. Before mindlessly scrolling through your feed, take a moment to check in with yourself. Are you using social media as a distraction? And I understand that some of you may want to use social media as a way to unwind, you know, get some education or entertainment, but if you're only using it as a form of escapism or stalk the accounts of people you don't like, when using social media this way, this is how 10 minutes can turn into one hour of scrolling. And that's time that you aren't going to get back. Despite its challenges, social media can also be a powerful tool for building connections and finding support. You know, seek out groups or communities that share your interests and values. Maybe you have something of value to share. I mean, yes, you may have a regular day job, but I'm pretty sure you have skills outside of your day job. I know people who are passionate about photography, baking cakes, cooking, traveling, art, etc. I have personally found incredible support and inspiration from a few people online who are dedicated to wellness and personal growth. We exchange ideas, we exchange thoughts and stories. And so really, it's about finding your tribe in the digital world. Now let's look at some of the common issues many of us experience on social media and how we can navigate them. These are challenges that I've personally faced in the past and I like to share my insights and solutions. One common issue is the fear of missing out, otherwise known as FOMO. I mean, I remember feeling this way often, thinking I was missing out on all the fun others seemed to be having. And what helped me was realizing that Social media is often a highlight reel and it also made me realise that it's okay to focus on my own life and my own experiences. Another challenge is comparing ourselves to others and feeling inadequate and to combat this I've learned to appreciate my own journey and progress rather than comparing it to someone else's highlight reel. And finally let's talk about seeking validation. You know if you live by people's praise you will get knocked down by their criticism. It's so easy to get caught up in the numbers game and the kind comments and replies and the likes and everything. But I found that focusing on meaningful connections and genuine interactions has been much more fulfilling. So don't just think numbers and trap yourself in the metrics game. You know, think about building up connections with a genuine following of people who will support you and vice versa. You know, remember, social media is a two-way thing. Looking at the mental health aspect of social media, we are in full control of what we consume, look at, read, and listen to. It's crucial to remind yourself that no one's life is perfect, despite what social media may portray. We need to be really mindful of the content we engage with and how it makes us feel. Unfollowing accounts that trigger negative emotions is an act of self-care. And remember, social media is a tool. That's all it is. It's up to us how we use it. 
by setting boundaries and focusing on authenticity, we can create a more positive and mindful online experience. You know, you're in control of your digital well-being. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe for more insights on wellness, fitness, nutrition, and mental health. So until next time, thanks for listening. Take good care of yourself and I shall catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.